This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. And good afternoon. Welcome, welcome one and all to a hump day Wednesday edition of game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we uh, move through this Wednesday afternoon. I and Aaron, birthday boy Aaron, by the way. Thank you. Happy birthday. Appreciate it. I and Aaron, is that how you say it? I and Aaron, or Aaron and I, actually. (laughs) We are in the Alan Samuels Studios. Ward White is down in Temple at Wings Pizza and Things. And, Ward, I'll take some of those wings to go, please. And I'll take the pizza. You got it. Both of you. You're in good shape. They can handle that here. So what is your favorite thing on the menu, by the way? All of it. (laughs) I I hate to be like that, but it's. I, it, you know, I get the menu and I sit there and I go, uh-oh, this this is not going to be easy as it should be. So, yeah, I, there's, I, I, I do like the uh, the tots with queso as my appetizer. That's the go-to appetizer for sure. But uh, it goes back and forth. Uh, one night it's pizza, one night it's wings, and the next night I get the hamburger. So, uh, Okay, then let's just cut to the chase. What are we getting tonight? Uh, I think I'm going to go with the hamburger tonight. There you go. All right. Good stuff. Uh, and let me point out, please, uh, if you're on I-35 headed south. Uh, or north. Or north. Are, are both sides closed? Yeah, both. I mean, the, north is, is backed up a little bit, too, now. I think okay. it's because of just. Onlookers? Yeah. That's that's that air traffic controller. Uh-huh. Yeah, that make, I never Make did. sure I know what's going on. Yeah. So, but seriously, there is a uh, there's an accident. I believe it's involving an 18 wheeler, and uh, it, it looked like he was on fire, and uh, so and it was there by the uh, one of the uh, I, I, by the one of the steakhouses, I think, and uh, right there on I-35. So, if you're headed south on 35, you're going to get into a delayed situation. So, I would find yeah. an alternate route. I guess is my point. Yeah, and, and it's a valid, very valid point. In fact, either do that or. Stop in Wings Pizza and things if you're around the area and just hang out with us for a while because it's going to take a while. Yeah, that and see, that that would be a great plan. That would be a terrific plan. So, all right, uh, there you go. It's uh, 10 minutes after 4, 410. We are so glad you're with us here as we uh, roll through a, uh, a busy Wednesday. As we mentioned, Ward is down at Wings Pizza and things. And we've got uh, Jeff Tarpley coming up on the program. He's going to talk about Jimbo getting some – well, he, he was struggling to make ends meet, so they <laughs> – they got him a couple of more dollars. Well, you know, he won. Oh, never mind. Steven Simcox from uh, from Locked on Horn Frogs is going to join us, talk some TCU football at 5 o'clock. And Josh Neighbors from Locked on Big 12 is going to be a part of the program today as well. And, and, Ward, you and I were looking this morning. We've got some great guests lined up the, for the remainder of the week. I mean, we got Greg Tepper coming on the program. We've, we, we've got uh, Tim Watkins from Bears Illustrated is going to be on the program. we got a lot of great guests lined up uh, over the next uh, two or three days. Yeah, it should be fun, and, and that's what it is during football season. You, you think, okay, what am I going to do here? And then you go, uh-oh, I've got too much here. We're going to have to move some things around because there's just so much. You know, we, we made it through the summer months, and there's so much to cover right now. That it, it's a fun time of year for all of us and a fun time of year for the listeners because we're going to touch on something that you want to hear about, I'm sure. So there you go. We, we've, got, uh, we've, we've got a big, uh, big day lined up for you here. And, Ward, I don't know if you saw the uh, – first of all, let me point this out. Tomorrow night 
at uh, 6 o'clock at Walk-On Sports Bistro here in Waco. Uh, it is meet and greet time with Coach Johnny Tusa. As you know, Coach Tusa is going into the Waco ISD Hall of Fame on Friday night during the uh, Derek Johnson Classic at Waco ISD Stadium on Friday night. We'll have the game right here on ESPN Central Texas. The uh, And uh, th- that'll be against the Hutto Hippos. But tomorrow night, they're going to have a meet and greet with Coach Tusa, and they're going to honor the 1986 class uh, Waco High football team. That was the very first team after consolidation. So uh, they're going to be honored at uh, at uh, at the uh, – at the game, and also they're going to be honored over at uh, Walk On Sports Bistro. That'll be six to eight tomorrow night, and then the uh, game will be on Friday night. I hope you can make plans to either come out to to uh, to the restaurant on Thursday night, or to the football game on Friday night, or better yet, see if you can make them to both. Uh, it should be a great night, and we look forward to uh, our friend and our partner uh, Johnny Tusa being inducted into the High School Football Hall of Fame. So. Uh, and we'll talk more about that. Coach Tusa is going to join us on the program tomorrow afternoon. So uh, we'll we'll talk more about that coming up a little later on in the program or, or actually tomorrow at uh, at 4 o'clock. So there you go. Ward, I don't know if you saw the uh, high school football uh, top 10 release by Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine. Did you see that? I have not seen that yet. Uh, somebody you may be familiar with, Austin Westlake. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, I, I they, remember them. Yeah, they, they remain number one in 6A. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see. We'll just kind of go through the, the number one team in all the classifications and then our local teams. In 5A Division One, Denton Ryan is at number one. In 5A Division Two, Alito is uh, number one. Th- do these names ring a bell, by the way? Yeah, they sound real familiar for some <laughs> Don't reason. They, though? Class 4A Division One, Argyle is number one. La Vega um, up a spot to number four, so congratulations to uh, Don Hyde's football team. They're number four. Coach Hyde's going to be on the program tomorrow to talk about the matchup with Conley and La Vega, and I'm sure he's going to be really excited about moving up to number four. It, you know Don Hyde. I know Don Hyde. He doesn't even know that. He, he could care less. He, he, all, he could care, all he cares about is playing the Conley Cadets on Friday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, Class 4A Division Two, Carthage is number one. And uh, the uh, China Spring Cougars and Coach uh, Brian Bell are number seven in uh, in that classification. Class 3A Division One, uh, Jim Ned is number one, and Lorena is number nine, even after that loss to Franklin. Speaking of Franklin, they remain number one in Class 3A Division Two. Class 2A Division One, Refurio is number one, and Crawford checks in at number five. Class 2A Division Two, the Mart Panthers are number one, and in Class 1A Division One, uh, Sterling City is number one, and let's see, in Class 1A Division Two, uh, Motley County is number one. Some private schools, in uh, private school six-man, Live Oak is number one, so uh, Ward Central Texas well represented. Yes, as, as it should be, and it is each and every year. Uh, and look, it's way early, way early, and, and it's nice to be on those lists. And if you're a fan, you, you pay attention to it. But as you mentioned, just like Coach Hyde, the rest of the coaches, they don't pay a whole lot of attention to that. And, and it really doesn't matter to them where they are on that list right now. It matters to them where they are on that list in December. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Uh, it is 4.15. We're 15 after 4. 
We're going to step aside, and when we come back, we got a couple NFL notes we want to get to, and we'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We could see an isolated shower early this evening, otherwise mostly clear and muggy. Low temperatures fall to 77 degrees. Tomorrow, our heat advisory continues with mostly sunny skies, a high of 97 with a heat index of 104, and mostly sunny, just as hot on Friday with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Let's welcome in from the athletic Sam Con Jr. And I think that that is to me why I think the Big 12 has some viability long term if they can pull together. Because if that plan sticks and you still are going with the sixth highest ranked champion, then the Big 12 is going to have a spot, even in its reduced form. If they go out and expand, those guaranteed bids give your team and your league a spot in the party. And I think 12 teams is still viable if they keep the proposal as it is. I think it still makes sense for the Big 12 to try things. The best prices on new or used guns can be found at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. A large selection of 9mm guns, revolvers, shotguns, and ammo from brand names like Smith & Wesson, Canet, Bursa, Glock, and Ruger. Buy, sell, or trade with a friendly and knowledgeable staff that will promptly answer your questions, but not rush you through the shopping experience. Ask about their lifetime warranty on new guns. Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive, 254-662-4803. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. I started using when I was 13. Taylor is in recovery from an addiction to prescription opioids. It was like, oh, well, they're medications. They can't be that dangerous. My perception was once you stop using, like, that's it. Your life is over. I didn't even realize that I needed help until, like, the day that I got arrested. I have been able to accomplish a lot in my recovery. I just want to be happy, and I want to thrive in my life. If you or someone you know is struggling, there is hope. Recovery is possible. Visit cdc.gov slash rxawareness. Have you heard about the new quesadilla? That's right, quesadilla. Their hottest new food in the country and way cool tacos and tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. Delicious, savory braised beef on a bed of cheese and corn tortilla. Grilled crispy with onions and cilantro and served with a consomme dipping sauce. Way cool tacos in Union Hall, handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Texas A&M is finalizing a new contract extension for football coach Jimbo Fisher that will increase his average annual salary to more than $9 million. Fisher's new deal will keep him 10 years running through the 2030 season and will be worth more than $90 million. Ohio State quarterback Quinn Ewers, who skipped his senior year at Southlake, has signed a name-image likeness deal with DT Sports Marketing for $1.4 million. College football tonight, UAB at Jacksonville State. 
update. Kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. Astros and Mariners in an afternoon game today. Rangers on three-game winning streak also have an afternoon game with the Rockies on Fox Sports Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart starting at 6 o'clock live at Wings Pizza and Things and on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, 419, 19 minutes after four. They are in the eighth inning, and the Rangers are leading the Colorado Rockies 5-4. to four. If they win, it's a four-game winning streak. So just thought I'd pass that along to you. Uh, let's see, what do we got going here? So Ward, the Cowboys signed 14 or 15 quarterbacks today. Uh not real sure what what's going on with the count with the Cowboys and the quarterback situation, but they uh, they sign Will Greer, and then they bring Ben DiNucci back off and, and put him on the uh, the practice squad. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think the deal with Ben DiNucci does it feel like to you that Mike McCarthy just does not want to give up on that draft pick? Can't he just can't do it? He, he yeah. for whatever reason he can't do it. So. Uh, and Will Greer, I don't believe, is the answer. Uh, this guy's got – he's played in two, count them, two games in the NFL. Now, I'll say this. He has a college connection to the Cowboys quarterbacks coach. That may be part of the deal. But, uh, you know, he played at the University of Florida, then he played at West Virginia. But he has been right. – and he was uh, – I don't know what a fifth or sixth round draft pick, something like that, for Carolina, and, and he played in a couple of games his rookie year. But since then, he has he hasn't seen the light of day when it comes to actual game time in a National Football League game. I, I'm just curious if they're like, okay, let's bring him in, let's bring Danucci back, and let's continue, let's get Cooper Rush out there, and let's just continue our backup quarterback carousel to see if somebody can overtake Cooper Rush. I mean, I, I don't know what else to think about what they're doing. I, I just don't know that Will Greer is the answer. Do you? I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea, but I think they're doing their due diligence to just see, you know, is there somebody out there that can better serve us in an emergency situation? Um, because obviously they're bringing – you know somebody in and and right now it's Will Greer because they're not fully entrusted in Cooper Rush going out there and being able to win them a football game I, I that's the only reason why I would think that they would start bringing people in and you know I guess they're again keeping Ben DiNucci because Mike McCarthy didn't want to give up on him or they can just put him on the practice squad and and he can handle that and it makes it easier to get a look at somebody else because if he's on the practice squad they're not going to be looking at him for anything else except for running dummy cards yeah you know and look will greer may not be the last one they bring in no you're right they may bring him in for a week and say yeah this is not going to work who else is out there and 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 i said he was a fifth round or sixth round pick he was actually a third round draft pick by the carolina panthers in 2019 so uh they've given up on him obviously and uh, so now he is uh, he's a Dallas Cowboy. And as you point out, he's a Dallas Cowboy now. It doesn't mean he's going to be a Dallas Cowboy on Thursday, September the 9th. We don't know. But we'll see how it goes. And, and we'll see what else shakes loose in the NFL. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see 
you know, who else is going to be available? Because there will be other quarterbacks available. It's, it's just it's going to happen. Uh, I don't know that there's going to be, at this point in the juncture, quality quarterbacks available. Um, and so it, it's just going to depend on what happens from here. I mean, you know, if, if Dak stays upright and stays healthy, well, it Moot doesn't point. really matter. Moot point. Yeah. It <laughs> doesn't really matter. So, you know, and there's a guy coaching high school football in Alabama right now that said he's not opposed to coming back in an emergency situation, and that's Phillip Rivers. But I don't know that, you know, that he's even the answer. But he has a heck of a lot of snaps in the NFL. He's got more than these guys, that's for sure. Yeah, there's so, no doubt. There, there you go. All right. Uh, one of the things I wanted to, to uh, discuss was the New Orleans Saints and, and what happens to them. There's the, there's conversation that the Saints – could play at AT&T. There's conversation they could play at SMU. There's conversation they could play at TCU. Here's Sean Payton talking about what's going to happen or what could happen with the New Orleans Saints. Looking at these and then eliminating some and then and then it gets back to well, look, there's a chance that if 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 our stadium's not ready to host the Packers in week 1, you know, where might that game be and and there's a chance that game could very well be right here at AT&T Stadium. And, you know, we've got enough fans in the in, in this area, in Houston, and certainly from the Louisiana, northern Louisiana, uh, that, you know, we, we think that that would be uh, something that's very realistic. So back to, you know, uh, a major city with two airports that, that gives you a lot of flexibility. You know, two programs locally here, when I mention that, be it TCU and SMU that have reached out that, that completely would love to, to be a part of, you know, helping us and hosting us. So, Ward, it's, it sounds like, uh, you know, if they can't get back home to play, it sounds like they're going to remain in the Metroplex. At least that's what they're hoping they can do. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know that, you know, how long can they make that a reality with other functions going on at AT&T Stadium. Now, remember, if they had to, but I don't, I don't know that it's big enough, and I don't know that they would, you know, want to take that step down. But you know, Globe Life Field right across the street is also configured for football right now. So I mean, if they absolutely had to, they could play a game over there. Yeah. Now, again, I, I think that if if AT and T is not available to them, that they would, you know, like he just said, SMU and TCU have all reached out and, and said that they right. would. So I, I think, you know, between AT&T, SMU, and, and TCU, I think if they can't get back home, it, it, it almost sounds like they're, they're going to stay in the Metroplex and play their game. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Urban Meyer, I don't know if you caught this, but Urban Meyer, mm-hmm. <laughs> here's the audio. Let, let's, let's play it. I know you can't give specifics, but could you share with us whether – a vaccinated versus unvaccinated player had an impact on a roster decision? It's, everyone was considered. Uh, that was part of the uh, production, which is, you know, let's start start talking about this, and then also is he vaccinated or not. Uh, can I say that that was a decision maker? was certainly in consideration. Oops. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not Probably a- not, this, not the uh, thing that, they wanted to hear in the front office i wouldn't think so i, I wouldn't think so but uh here's a guy that, that makes a mistake but look, it's 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 reality yeah it, well it is but i mean you can't tell the players association that uh no you, you can't you, you just but, can't do it i mean even, you know. and we all know that that's probably the decision a lot of these these 
borderline players, 51, 52, 53. I bet that had a lot had to do with whether or not those players were vaccinated. But these coaches and these GMs and these player personnel directors cannot say that. No, they can't. But, I mean, you know. It, <laughs> we know it. it it's it, it, Yeah, it, it, it's common knowledge. But you just, yeah, you, you're right. You can't go out and say it. And, but you know what? Hats off to him. <laughs> well, and Bilicek came out and said that uh, Cam Newton not being vaccinated had nothing to do with his decision, which I don't yeah, believe for lying. a second. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that, I'm not sure that that's exactly the truth. But you know what? He's been around the NFL a lot longer than Urban <laughs> yeah, Meyer has. Exactly. So let's keep exactly. that in mind. All right, uh, 428, it's 28 after 4. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Jeff Tarpley from Gigum 247 Sports. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's the Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday with the voice of the Bears, John Morris, live from Rudy's in Waco. Our inaugural Baylor Coaches Show for the semester comes up this Wednesday at 6 p.m. from Rudy's. Come get a season preview from head coach Dave Aranda. The Baylor Coaches Show this Wednesday at 6 p.m. right here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. For a limited time, refinance your vehicle and have 90 days with zero payments. Only at Genco FCU. Refinancing lowers your rate and you pay less for your car. You can't pass on rates as low as 1.75% for 48 months. Apply online today. Annual percentage rate subject to change without notice. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. Go to GencoFCU.org. NCUA equal housing lender. My money, my future, my credit union. Genco. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Texas A&M is finalizing a new contract extension for football coach Jimbo Fisher that will increase his average annual salary to more than $9 million. Fisher's new deal will keep him 10 years running through the 2030 season and will be worth more than $90 million. Ohio State quarterback Quinn Ewers, who skipped his senior year at Southlake, has signed a name image likeness deal with GT Sports Marketing for $1.4 million. College football tonight, UAB at Jacksonville State. Kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. Astros and Mariners in an afternoon game today. Rangers on three-game winning streak also have an afternoon game with the Rockies on Fox Sports Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart starting at 6 o'clock live at Wings Pizza and Things and on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports.
Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Allen Samuel Studios. Welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our 4 o'clock hour of service of good feet in the Central Texas marketplace. Tom and Aaron and in the studios and Ward White's down at uh, down in Temple at uh, Wings Pizza and Things getting ready for the uh, Coach Stewart show that's coming up tonight at 6 o'clock over on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Well, uh, the Texas A&M University System Board of Regents voted today to extend the contract of Aggie football coach Jimbo Fisher for an additional four years. And we welcome into the program from Gigum 247 Sports, Jeff Tarpley. Jeff, good afternoon. How are you guys doing? Man, we're great. And it sounds like uh, it sounds like Jimbo Fisher's great, too, as he, uh, as he gets another four years added to the deal and a couple of more bucks. Well, I think what A&M realized is – when when the moves were made by the SEC to bring in Texas and Oklahoma, people were concerned about, for example, and, and we've talked about this, A&M's identity being the only in-state uh, school in the SEC. That advantage, uh, whether you think it's a huge one or not, was kind of going away. A&M then sat there and said, well, what do we have? What's our, our biggest asset? If, if we don't have that, well, your biggest asset is always your head coach, if he's a winner, and that's Jimbo Fisher. And so in response to everything that happened, A&M decided that you know, they're motivated, they're wanting to get things done, there's, there's all kinds of facilities upgrades coming within the football program, but the number one thing A&M decided that they needed to do was lock up Fisher for a little bit longer, give him some more money in recognition, not just of the job that he's done, but of the job that he's going to do. Because this is a team that, while he's remade it in his image, and the culture is vastly different than it was a few years ago, the best may well be yet to come, not just because A&M has most of his 2020 team back, the rank six going into the uh, opener this Saturday night, but also this is – with the recruiting that they've been able to do, this is a program that should remain at the upper echelon of the SEC West for years to come. Speaking of that recruiting, how have the Aggies, or have they said anything about the new deal with the Texas Longhorns and Oklahoma now being in the SEC or coming to the future of being in the SEC? You know, one of the things that the Aggies had in their pocket was, hey, come over here. And we're the only team in the area playing in the SEC. Well, that's no longer the case. Do you think that that affects them in recruiting in the future? I think it affects them from the standpoint that their pitch, one of their pitches was, hey, you know, we're the only Texas school in the league, and this is a league that ranks out national champions and first-round draft picks, so come play with us. Well, now it's a different story. A&M recruits nationally. But they can't, you know, they can't tell Texas kids, hey, look, we're the, you know, we're the only game in town, so to speak. However, when you've got a Jimbo Fisher, who is one of the top recruiting head coaches in the country, he's put together a great staff. He's got a support staff in terms of analysts who can evaluate talent and orient that coaching staff to make the right decisions regarding prospects, grab the right guys. 
you take all of that into account. Kids want to play for Jimbo Fisher. He's a very charismatic guy. They really relate to him. He's got he he's originally from West Virginia. He spent a lot of time in the Southeast. He relates to parents. He relates to kids. He relates to high school coaches. He relates to everybody he comes in contact with. He's extremely likable. Not only that, he's a really, really sharp guy. All of that rubs off on these guys, and not only do they want to play for him before they get to campus, they want to play hard for him once they arrive in College Station. And that's the key to every. And so Fisher is the key to everything that AM does. Talking with uh, Jeff Tarpley from Gigum247sports.com. Uh, Jeff, obviously, we, we know the ultimate goal is to win the football game, and, and you know, unless something bizarre happens, that's going to happen. But has Jimbo addressed the media and, and talked about some of the things that he wants to get accomplished in this first game, particularly with the new quarterback? I think he just wants to see where his team is at. He's seen them hit each other for a few weeks now. Uh, he watched them work out all summer. He watched them go through spring ball. But now it's kind of time to maybe not get a, see what the finished product is, but at least figure out what his team can and can't do uh, going into the, uh, their second game of the year, at Col- not at Colorado, but at Denver, uh, a neutral side game, so to speak even though it's not that far from the campus in Boulder. And also to get some of those opening game jitters out of the way. Uh, everybody t- tends to, you know, we, we all make light of the great debuts. Uh, but everybody remembers that Johnny Manziel, when he made the, his debut for Texas A&M, he had a very, very quiet game, scored the Aggies opening touchdown, but he had a very, very quiet game that day. He wasn't the player that he was even a few weeks later when he would gotten some seasoning. Uh, and so I think from Jimbo Fisher's standpoint, he wants to see where his young quarterback Haynes King is, where that offensive line is. He knows the, where the rest of the team's going to be and get those guys grounded so they'll you know, they go through a baptism of fire of sorts so that when they do go to Colorado, when they take on Arkansas and Mississippi State and finally Alabama on October 9th, that they're no longer rookies, so to speak, or they're no longer playing new positions that they're comfortable and ready to do whatever Fisher needs them to. On Saturday, the Aggies named their 12th man, and it's Connor Choate, a special teams player for the Aggies. How special is it for that young man? You really have a hard time understanding what the 12th man means to A&M. It's a very unique tradition. It's been copied in places like Seattle. In fact, they've had... Uh, copyright battles between the Seahawks and, and, and A&M about the use of the name. Uh, you know, it, it's it's basically a 100-year-old tradition. Uh, you talk about traditions in, in college football, there's very few of them that are older than that of the 12th man. Uh, the willingness of someone to come out of the stands and play in a game, it never got into the game, but just suit up and be willing to come in, just, you know, in those days, it it was an example of what everything what A&M was about. Uh, it, it was not a big school. It was a, a military school. It was a very close-knit place. And even though A&M is far larger than it used to be, that ethos and that culture has been carried forward, too. You saw it in the 12-man kickoff teams of the 80s and 90s, which were all walk-ons. Uh, and now you see it in a guy like Choate, who is, you know, he does a great job of deep snapping. 
you know, you never hear. And here's the thing, too. You never hear his name. As Jimbo Fisher said on Monday, he's like, this is a guy that's a total unknown. He doesn't run down on kickoffs like Colin Gillespie, who was the uh, who was the 12th man in, in Fisher's first season, you know, making tackles and, and doing things that kind of get everybody's attention flying around to the football. He doesn't do any of that. He just goes out. He does his job down after down after down. And so I think it's a tribute to him that he's recognized for that, that all he can ever do is play error-free football and never get his name mentioned. And he lives up to that every day and every game. And I think for him, for that young man and his family, that's truly something special, even maybe in comparison to the other guys that have come along and have had the honor, just like him, of being named the 12th man. We're talking with Jeff Tarpley from Gigum Two Four Seven Sports. Jeff, I, we're all over the place, but uh, that's you know who cares. Uh, give us a little scouting report on on Kent State and, and what do you expect to see from them uh, when they take on the Aggies? They had a tremendous season last year on offense. I, they averaged fifty point six hundred yards a game. Now, m- m- mitigating that, they only played four games, and all of them were MAC, you know, Mid American Conference games. They, they've got a very good quarterback in Dustin Crum, who, you know, on the surface, he doesn't have a fantastic arm. He's not the fastest guy in the world, but he makes very, very good decisions. He can make all the throws, and he can operate an offense that is based on some of, you know, a lot of the modern concepts that you see, the spacing of the outside receivers, outside the numbers. You create a lot of room. You create a lot of one-on-one matchups downfield. You create a lot of room between the hashes for your receivers to maneuver. You give them a chance to make something happen after the catch. So he does a great job of operating all the RPOs out of it. They've got an experienced offensive line. It will be very, very interesting to see how they handle 100,000 people on Saturday night at Kyle Field because they didn't play any they didn't play in any games on the road last year in which they faced that kind of intensity and those numbers of people. And so they're gonna have to kind of make an adjustment, even though I think they've got all five upperclassmen in, in the starting offensive line. They've got a couple of all Mac types up front. Uh, their defense on the other hand was was very, very bad last year. Uh, especially against the run, they gave up an average of six yards a carry, and again, that comes in mat play. So, what they're going to, you know, they've they've added a lot of transfers, and they've got to get those guys going very, very quickly. Because even with the transfers, they're not that big. Uh, they've got a big nose tackle, but the rest of the pieces, you know, they're they're, they're just not that big at linebacker, not that big at defensive end. Uh, they're trying to get all these new people to work together. Not only that, they play a three-man front, and they, they'll stack linebackers kind of a 3-3, three, three, and what they'll do is they'll angle, they'll shoot people, and what they're trying to do is, is put you behind the sticks and then give them the advantage. So it can be a little frustrating even if you're the better team. You don't, if, you, if you miss, you're physically superior, you miss a block, though, you're facing second and 13. So what A&M has to do, and especially with an inexperienced offensive line that's had a lot of different combinations in fall camp, is to be able to make sure their line calls, they all connect on their line calls, they all got a helmet on helmet, and that when they do make contact, they drive through, uh, they're physical, and, the, and they wear on people in, in, in the run game and in the pass pro. They've just got to pick everybody up and give Haynes King time to set his feet, read, deliver the football. And if they can do all that, 
I think uh, whatever the regardless of the final score, blowout, you know, whatever, I think Jimbo Fisher will be pretty pleased going into game two. Do you feel like that the defense may have to ratchet it up just a little bit, kind of help this offense out while they try to, to figure things out and, and learn each other and, and get on its own solid ground? Oh, no question. This is a very experienced event. One of the things I, I wrote this morning uh, when I actually did a preview of the uh, Ken State's offense and, and A&M's defense is the fact that they're so experienced – it goes beyond talent. They played together for so long. They've so they they understand each other. They understand the scheme. So let's say you you're running an RPO. You've got a backside slant. Well, A&M reads the alignment. They read where the route's going. You know where the receive what the route's going to be. Where the receiver is. They take that away. They take away the second route on the front side of the play. And then by the time the quarterback's handing the ball off, they slanted. To the play, you know, to the play side, they've taken away your options in the passing game. So you're trying to run the ball, but you're running the ball into a, a front that's slanted into where the run is, you know, where the run is going to go. And not only that, uh, it, at least from a And M standpoint, they're going to be quicker and, and bigger than a lot of people they're facing this year, uh, thanks to Fisher's recruiting. So in that vein. This is going to be a defense much like last year. It's going to, you know, they're going to do a very, very good job against the run. They've really cut down the big plays last year in the passing game because they know where to be. They know the re- where the receivers are going. They make you hold the ball. They zone blitz. Uh, they make you hold the ball, and if you have to get rid of it, you might hit a hot route short of the stick. You might hit a hot route, but you're going to do it short of the sticks. You're going to get five on. On, on third and eight, you're going to be A&M's going to be getting off the field. You're going to be punting the football, and that's the objective. So with all of those things, A&M just kind of wears on you. You know, they they hadn't didn't force a lot of turnovers last year, but they made it very very difficult for people to sustain drives. They turned the ball back over to the offense quickly. They got themselves off the field, and this is the same types of things that they're going to have to do this season. And with everybody they've got coming back, not just from a talent standpoint, but also from the standpoint that they've seen it all, they know how to respond, that they're going to be able to do whatever it takes until the offense gets going so that they can carry the team if need be and set the offense up uh, with field position and just keeping the score low so that A&M's offense can do what it needs to do, maybe not have the burden that it had last year in order for A&M to go out and win football games. Hey, Jeff, uh, great stuff as always. What are you working on for Gigum? Well, like I said, today uh, we had the, the Jimbo Fisher extension. Uh, did a preview this morning of Kent State's offense versus A&M's defense. Tomorrow we'll have one up uh, on A&M's offense and Kent State's defense. And, you know, a lot of, un- you know, there's more unknowns with, with those two units tomorrow. The write-up's going to be interesting because there's more unknowns. And we'll just continue to plug away at, at what to look for from the uh, A&M Kent State game. Recruiting uh, 2023 offers, class of 2023. Uh, kids can start rece- officially receiving offers. We're going to have updates on those throughout the next few days as they come about. And, again, hey, stay with us Saturday night. I'll be online for the game providing all kinds of insights and analysis, and we'll have all kinds of post-game write-ups breaking down how everything went in the game and what it means for A&M going forward.
Jeff, as always, it's a pleasure. Jeff Tarpley from Gigum247sports.com. We appreciate the update. Uh, 447, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, we got a Ranger Roundup coming up in just a couple of minutes, but right now I want to talk about our friends over at Morrison's Gifts. I, I, I told you this the other day, and I, I think I did anyway. Uh, my wife had a birthday, and I didn't know what to get and never do, and I went into Morrison's Gifts. Can I help you? Yes, you can. What would, What are you looking for? I don't know. And away we went. I mean, I'm telling you, that's exactly how it went. That's great service, and it's very useful to uh, gentlemen such as yourself and me. Yeah, so I walk out of there, and I've got a, a great gift. It is beautifully wrapped, and I'm, uh, I, I'm just feeling really, really good about myself. And that's what you get fellas when you go to Morrison's Gifts. Uh, I mean, birthday gifts, anniversary gifts, holidays, you name it, or just because, or I need to get out of the doghouse, whatever the case may be, you can you can get that great gift at Morrison's Gift. They've been serving Central Texas since 1979. We're talking about John Hart leather goods, key rings, candles, jewelry, uh, you name it, they got it, and they'll, they'll gift wrap it for you at Morrison's Gifts. They're at 4308 West Waco Drive. That's right next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square shopping center stop by and tell them we sent you by the Lorena coaches show with Ray Biles is brought to you by TFNB your bank for life and the Lorena Athletic Association the Lorena Leopards opened up the season with a loss to Franklin 27-20 coach a close score was it that close a game uh yeah like I mean we had a lead in the fourth quarter we're up 20-14 and couldn't maintain it and then again had the ball the red zone at the end of the ball game trying to get it in the end zone for the win and uh, it just didn't happen your quarterback, Ryan Abel, 17-29 for 259 yards. Sounded like you put the ball in the air quite a bit. Yeah, we did, and, you know, that's just part of what we are. So, uh, you know, it wasn't really that we necessarily had to or something, but that's just who we are, and Ryan throws a good ball. We've got some talented receivers, so we're going we're gonna to continue that process. And, uh, you know, we've got some good running backs as well. I think things balanced out uh, the way we want them to. We'll, we'll be able to do a little bit of both. But, uh, yeah, Ryan had a good night the other night. Reed Mickna had to play quite a bit of offense last year due to some injuries you had, but he's back on defense this year and looks like he had a pretty good, good ball, pretty good ball game. Yeah, Reed Reed's playing safety, kind of an old rover position for us, outside backer, and uh, I think he had 11 tackles uh, Friday night, which you know he was around the ball all night and still rushed for over 100 yards. So uh, it's a pretty busy night for Reed, and we've got several kids that are in that boat where they're playing both ways right now and, and doing a tremendous job of it. This week, it's the China Spring Cougars. It doesn't get any easier, does it? No, China Spring, uh, you know, Coach Bell's doing a super job with them. They're a very, very talented football team. I don't know, depending on the poll you look at, fourth, fifth, sixth, or whatever in 4A uh, ball right now. And uh, it's going to be a challenge for our kids. And, you know, that's what this non-district stuff is all about, is you, you know, you're going to get your kids ready for district competition. You've got to be able to play some good people so they have that confidence. Uh, and so we're just going to try and improve on what we do and, and get better at that this week, and then we'll see how things roll out Friday. ESPN Central Texas. The Lorena Athletic Association meets the first Monday of each month, and they invite all supporters of the Leopards and Lady Leopards to become members and attend the meetings. Each year, all volunteer Lorena Athletic Association awards college scholarships to deserving Lorena ISD graduating senior student athletes. They also provide needed items each year from the high school and junior high coaches' wishes list. The Lorena Athletic Association is seeking volunteers to work concession stands at home sporting events. Call Lorena High School for more information or check them out on Facebook. 
TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Hungry for fresh and delicious pizza, calzones, pasta, sandwiches, or baked wings? Royal Pizza in Clifton has a menu that offers dining options for all ages at affordable prices. They feature a lunch special, open seven days a week, and also offer delivery. Do yourself a favor and try one of Royal Pizza's specialty pizzas, like the chicken Alfredo, bacon cheeseburger, or barbecue chicken pizza, just to name a few. Proud supporter of the Clifton Cubs. Check out Royal Pizza before or after the game. Come join us. Howmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Howmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Howmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Howmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, it is time for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Ward, I've got good news and I've got bad news. Okay. The good news is the Rangers won last night for their third consecutive victory, 4-3 to three the final, the uh, Rangers a winner in the game last night. The bad uh-huh. news is this afternoon... In the ninth inning, the Rangers with a 5-4 lead. And, you know, you, you just don't mess with Texas when they got a lead at home in the ninth. And, well, <laughs> unfortunately, they have given up four runs in the top of the ninth inning and now trail 8-5 to five with the Rockies still batting. It's now well, 8-5 Colorado, but, you know, you don't want to peak too early. <laughs> they're obviously not going to – well, I, I say that. It's not obvious, but I think it's a pretty good bet that they're not going to match their longest win streak of the season now. doesn't appear. It does not appear. But uh, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the, the, wow. Uh, yeah. I mean, That's for, devastating. Yeah, and they give up a big hit, you know, and then they've committed a couple of errors in the, uh, in the inning, and they've thrown the ball all over the park. I mean, you, if you're sitting in the stands, you better have a helmet on because you may get hit. Uh, in, in this night, no, I'm telling you, in this ninth inning, it's it's been ugly. So, uh, and and it's still not over. Just one out in the ninth inning, and the Rockies with a runner at third, and he uh, and, and there's now uh, two outs in the frame. So, eight five Colorado, and uh, the uh, Rockies looking to salvage a game in this in this series. So that is our Ranger roundup here on this. Uh, on this uh, Wednesday afternoon, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management. Now, you're down in Temple. Uh, yes. What's what's going to kind of be the theme of, of, of the show tonight? I, I know it was a tough loss, but, you know, a lot of people are going to lose to Austin Westlake. That is a, a tremendous program and, 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 and playing really well right now. Well, yeah, and, and you look at that team, and they're a very well-coached team, as you expect a Todd Dodge team to be, and they've got some great players on it. I mean, they've got the number one – quarterback in the state of texas and maybe the number one in the nation if you look at some polls and so you know this team is going to win a lot of football games the biggest thing that you've got to do is you've got to come out of that game 
and learn something about your team. And we talked about that going into last week, and you and I have talked about that. When you play these good teams, you have to walk away knowing that you learned something about your football team. Where can we improve? Sure, you'd like to steal one, but, you know, that's probably not going to be the case in a lot of times and in a lot of manners. And so you, know, you, you want to know what you learned about your football team and how quickly can you take that game, learn from it, wad it up, throw it in the trash can, and get ready for this Friday night. That's the two things that you have to do coming out of a game like that. And uh, this Friday night, uh, you guys got uh, who? It will be Magnolia West. That's right, the Fighting Magnolias. So the Fighting Magnolias. That's right. <laughs> so and I, they're going to be in Temple. Uh, yes. Uh, on Friday night, so the Fighting Magnolia West will be in Temple on uh, Friday night, and uh, that should be a lot of fun. All right, it is a four fifty-five. We're five away from five, and the rest of the schedule, by the way, we'll have Waco High hosting Hutto right here on ESPN Central Texas. And uh, University will be in action against Granbury, and uh, that will be in Granbury on Friday night. And that game will be over on our sister station, Star 104.9 FM. So there you go. All right, uh, 4.55. We are five away from five. Let's take a second here and let's talk about good feet in the Central Texas Marketplace. You're home for the three-step support system. We're talking about a total body wellness program, premier pain relief products, and structural supports. Uh, look, if, if you've got knee or hip or back pains, it may not be your knees, hips, or back. It may be your 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 art supports uh in in the way you the way you stand the way you walk and in 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 your posture so uh, why don't go, why don't you go over to good feet and, and check them out it the consultation is absolutely free the the fitting is absolutely free they can they can show you what they're all about with their three-step process. And we're talking about the strengthener, the maintainer, and the relaxer. They can show you what they're all about, and you can decide for yourself if that's for you. And, again, they're open seven days a week, Monday through Saturday from 10 until 6, and Sundays noon until 5. 350 different sizes and 25 different styles, something for everyone. And, uh, and again, they take walk-ins and they take appointments. So uh, check them out today. It's Good Feet in the Central Texas Marketplace near Cabela's. Uh, you know what we're going to do right now? We are going to give away a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. If you will be caller number five right now, caller number five at uh, 254-662-1660, 254 662 1660, you're going to get a couple of cheeseburger baskets from our good friends at Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. Again, 254-662-1660 for caller number five. Up next, we talk with our good buddy Stephen Simcox here on ESPN Central Texas. Recently on the John Morris Show. And we said uh, spreading that culture of joy now onto the next level. Isn't that great to see? Oh, it is great and, uh, to hear their interviews and just how they've conducted themselves. And like your four guys, no matter who you talk to, they love one another. Uh, uh, high character. Speak highly at Baylor University. So as a coach, uh, you're just really proud when you hear people brag about your former players. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. 
Corporate retirement has a lot of moving parts, and putting together a thorough plan takes careful preparation. I'm Joe Kaleo with Kaleo Wealth Management. I've spent a lot of time thinking about retirement planning from the perspective of employees and employers. We'd like to build a relationship with you and help you chart a path toward your financial goals. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. With a proven performance reputation spanning 85 years, Sturdy Steel operates with one sole purpose, producing the highest quality seating solutions with the best and most efficient process in the industry. With engineered and fabricated installed grandstands and bleachers all across North America. Whether seating 50 to 50,000, the skill and versatility of our workmen are evident in the quality and precision work detail of every bleacher and grandstand project. Sturdy Steel, family owned and operated since 1934 at SturdySteel.com. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank, member FDIC. Elevate your career with a new job at VersaLift Southwest, a Thai manufacturing company. VersaLift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco, to apply. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. And congratulations to Jim Morton, a winner of a couple of cheeseburger baskets from Double R Old Fashioned Hamburgers. We'll do it again for you soon right here on ESPN Central Texas. It's uh, just after 5 o'clock. And uh, Tom and Ward, and we're glad you're with us here on a uh, Wednesday afternoon. Coming up in just a couple of minutes, we're going to be joined by Stephen Simcox. Stephen, uh, f- formerly of the team, but now doing a couple other things. And he's also with uh, uh, LockedOnHornFrogs.com. So we'll talk to Stephen to uh, touch base on uh, some Cowboy news and some TCU news and maybe a little high school football. We'll do that for you here 
on uh, ESPN Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. Tom Ward and Aaron drive safely as you make your way home. Our 5 o'clock hour this afternoon is a service of VersaLift Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at $17 an hour or more, and you can apply at 7601 Imperial Drive. Let's say hello to our friend Stephen Simcox. Stephen, good afternoon. How are you, buddy? Hey, Stephen. Hey, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you. What's going on this afternoon? Oh, I'm good. Two things. One, I guess the pressure of a four-game winning streak is too much for the fighting <laughs> Texas Rangers. The Super Ninth inning has not gone as planned. And two, I'll have uh, Baby Sawyer and five-year-old Bradley in the car with me. So hopefully I'm the only one that has opinions on this phone call. But you have their voices. That's what's going on. Well, you know, hey, look, they're part of the team as well. So if they got an opinion, we want to hear it. And we just might hear it, right? I mean, you know, it's the way it goes when you have when you have the little ones. So, uh, Stephen, I do want to begin with the Rangers. That ninth inning was pretty disastrous. Not only did they give up the key hit, but then they start throwing the ball all over the ballpark. I mean, it. Uh, I just mentioned that if you've if you're at the game, you probably need a batting helmet in the stands. I was excited to come on and discuss uh, my guy, Taylor Hearn, had another solid outing the other night. I think he went six and two-thirds against the Astros. Uh, DJ Peters continues to play well. They crawled within 40 games of 500 with this recent hot streak they were on. And, uh, yeah, things didn't go well today. Um, I will say, though, that's just part of having a young team. And I do prefer that to the product they had on the field earlier this season. They at least staying competitive. Now, the Rockies are also not very good, so that's, I mean, worth mentioning. They lost to a team today who was in that same camp with them. Um, overall, I still think it's more promising uh, for the Rangers these last 30 games or so of the season. But, yeah, my goodness, not what you want. Um, I mean, in five, they scored like five runs in the second, haven't scored since. Felt like this would be an easy sort of, uh, hey, get a victory. But I guess that's why they're a bad baseball team, because these things are not are not easy, and they, they struggle to close out games. That's the way it's going to be, though, right? I mean, you look at this, and it's still a learning process, and even though you have a game like this, it's very disappointing. You know, you still have to understand the big picture of what the Rangers are heading for, and do you think that they're trending in the right direction, at least as of late? As of late, I'd say yes. I mean, it's still a pretty small sample size. But, uh, yeah, as far as results go, I don't really feel like you're even evaluating too much from a win or loss standpoint. It's mainly just about player development. Uh, I mean, I guess the bright side is, uh, you know, going back to this past draft, they got Jack Leiter with that second pick, which I think is a a great pickup because that's a dude that can contribute right away. They're going to get another high draft pick this year, potentially, you know, in the top three, depending on how they finish the season. So you're hopeful that you can get another one of those players. It's all about stockpiling the farm system. I think they're finally buying into that as an organization, which is a positive sign. Uh, But, again, it's also, what, a 20-game stretch in August and September. We'll see. We'll see what happens when things kind of reset going into next year. I'm much more hopeful, though, looking at what they have on the field these days than what I saw. Uh, Even though I like watching Joey Gallo play and Kyle Gibson go out there, once a week. Um, I'm enjoying watching these young guys get opportunities. Talking with uh, Stephen Simcox. Stephen, uh, let's let's talk about the Cowboys. Uh, Will Greer 
now on the roster, and Ben DiNucci is back. He's the guy that has about nine lives like a cat, and he just won't go away. Well, good for Ben DiNucci. He can kind of prowl around uptown again this fall and talk to people about being on the Cowboys team. Um, he had an awful preseason, but I guess practice squad quarterback's fine. I actually didn't see that Will Greer note. That's sort of fascinating. West Virginia kid coming over. Uh, yeah, you know, one thing that I've, I've found curious about the Cowboys in their preseason, um, the way they handle it, I guess, is I understand what's going on with Dak, right? Like, you have to keep that guy healthy. You want to err on the side of caution. But you're also going to presumably start a guy – uh, a week from Thursday that hasn't played as like a down of competitive football in a long time. And that's, I mean, that's a risky bet. Um, they've rested Zeke. I just, I feel like the Cowboys are approaching the preseason like a team that has some really great pedigree. Um, and I feel like it just sort of speaks to from the top down, this sort of arrogance that comes from Jerry Jones and the people in charge. And I, I know, like, the, the Lions team that went 0-16, I believe they finished 4-0 in preseason, right? And uh, Peyton Manning, those Colts teams, they never took it that seriously. It's mainly for um, your end-of-the-roster guys to put things on film to maybe make the team, to maybe make another team if they can make an impression in the games that they play. But at the same time, I, I just – I can't imagine that Lyle Collins and Tyron Smith and Zeke Elliott, even Dak Prescott, if he was healthier, couldn't benefit from getting some reps in these games. I just don't think they're good enough to have this blase attitude about it. And it it might not matter at all, uh, but it it feels to me like they're approaching this like they're the Bucs, right? Like they won a Super Bowl. They got a dude like Tom Brady who's been in the game for a million years. And that's not the makeup of their football team. I would just like to see uh, – I would like to see more reps from the starters because, you know, when, when the game kicks off, there's a lot of guys that are going to be playing significant, you know, snaps that haven't played yet, and I feel like that could be a problem. Steven, do you think it's imperative that Ezekiel Elliott has a, a bounce-back season, that he is the guy that we thought he was going to be? And, and I know that last year there was a lot of contributing factors, but – does he have to have a big season for this team to be successful? Oh, I think so. And I feel like bounce back season doesn't necessarily have to be 15 or 1600 yards. Like you saw when he was a rookie, you certainly take that, uh, but he's got to show something. I mean, whether that's getting more involved in the passing game, which is something they mentioned, I don't really think he's that type of running back, but I know that's come up in the off season um, or just getting that explosiveness back. Right. Like the thing with Zeke to me is, um, what makes him special, or one of the things that makes him special in my mind, is his ability to get three or four yards when there's nothing there. Uh, but another thing that made him special early on in his career was the fact that he could also break off a 60 or 70 yard run on you. He had that uh, breakout speed, and I just haven't seen that as of late from Zeke. I know he's apparently made a commitment to slimming down a little bit, being in better shape. That's a good start. Um, but even with this team kind of shifting their identity, I think they need him to be major force. And if he's not, I feel like you have to start having the discussion of why are we paying this guy this massive deal if we're not going to use him like, you know, the, the thoroughbred we want him to be and if he's not going to give us those results. Um, I, I, I honestly think this could be a major break year as far as do we 
because um, it just hasn't been there lately. And part of that, Zeke, part of that's an offensive line that's not as good as it was early. In, uh, but he needs to make an impact this season. Stephen, the uh, the TCU Horned Frogs, uh, they open against the uh, Fighting Dukes of Duquesne. And w- what's, a, uh, what's a realistic expectation for the Frogs in, in 2021 in your es- estimation? Yeah, Mighty Duquesne coming down from Pittsburgh. Um, you know, Saturday I think it just has to be taking care of business. Duquesne's a pretty solid FCS team, and they played in the spring, which I don't know if that's going to help or hurt coming into, you know, a game against a Power 5 opponent. Uh, but regardless, like, TCU should handle that. Realistic expectation for the season, I feel like this team needs to compete for a Big 12 title. So, um, you know, whether that means finishing third, fourth, or playing at AT&T Stadium when the season's over, they have an experienced quarterback, uh, a defense that is returning a number of uh, starters along with Gary Patterson, who's been there for such a long time running that show. Um, this is a year they've been sort of building toward for a while. So expectations are high. And I think a lot of teams feel this way because this extra year of COVID eligibility has given uh, teams a lot of experience. But TCU is sort of middled around in the middle of the league for a while with 500. They need to break out of that and have a big year. So I feel like 8-4, and 9-3 and three is a fair expectation. That's where they need to be at the end of the season for this to be considered a success. Do you feel like Gary Patterson would like this defense to go back and, and, and carry this team a little bit, make things easier on the offense? I think he definitely does. And I, I don't know how much uh, autonomy, I guess, he'll give to Doug Meacham and Jerry Kill as far as setting the pace and the tempo of the offense. But, um, you know, they went, they went up tempo for a while. They were running fast and they were going no huddle. And that really wore out his defense, and they've sort of shifted back to more of a traditional style. We'll see what they do this year. But, yeah, as far as Gary goes, I mean, he wants his defense to play as, as few snaps as possible and have those guys fresh, have them making big plays, and he doesn't want to deviate from that. Steven, what are you, uh, what are you working on for your podcast? Well, we're getting ready for game week. Uh, today I'll have Josh Neighbors on the show. He'll, he'll be discussing – the TCU season, and then on Friday, uh, we'll have a little bit of preview for Duquesne. But, yeah, it's Locked on Horn Frogs. You can get it anywhere you listen to podcasts. I use Apple, uh, Spotify, though, as well as out there, as, as a bunch, as, along with a bunch of other apps. But if you listen to podcasts, wherever you uh, find it, just search Locked on Horn Frogs, and um, I'd appreciate it if people would subscribe. Steven, as always, it's a pleasure. We appreciate your time. See you later. Okay, thanks, guys. Let's wait on this big ranger comeback, okay? <laughs> well, sorry, it's gone final, 9-5. It's over? Yeah, oh, okay. no. so the Fighting Rockies salvage a game in the series, so there you go. Uh, all right, uh, 14 after 5, 514. He, he mentioned Josh Neighbors. Josh will be coming up with us in about uh, 15 minutes uh, at the bottom of the hour, and we're going to talk some Big 12 football and kind of go around the league on this opening day with with Josh Neighbors here in just a few minutes on ESPN Central Texas. We're in the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Ward is down at uh, Wings Pizza and Things. He's got the big uh, the big show coming up tonight at 6 o'clock over on Fox Sports Central Texas where he visits with uh, Temple Coach Coach Stewart. So that will be coming up uh, at 6 o'clock on our sister station here on uh, ESPN at 6 o'clock. It will be the uh, first edition of the, of the new year. 
for the uh, Baylor Coaches Show. And John Morris will be at Rudy's tonight, and uh, he'll have that taken care of for you at 6. And I believe Coach Dave Aranda will be uh, in attendance and uh, will be uh, – will be John's special guest. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun coming up tonight at 6 o'clock. Don't forget Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram Fiat is your friend in the car business. And, man, they've got uh, some great deals going on, including the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition with uh, $62.50 off or 2.9% financing for 72 months. And you can get $2,000 in bonus cash. Man, I like that. I like that bonus cash stuff. That's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal to the brand. And uh, you can also check out uh, the uh, prestigious Jeep, the 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L, the beautiful rugged third-row seat Jeep with the uh, the incredible Jeep. Uh, these incredible Jeeps are arriving daily, and, and uh, you, can, uh, you can check them out and get ready for fall. With, with one of these beautiful new Jeeps. So check out those vehicles and all the other great vehicles that they have uh, on the lot for you at Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You're saying, hey, you know what? I don't have time to get over there today, but I am in the market for a vehicle. Well, check them out uh, when you get five minutes. Just jump online and, and look at all the vehicles. It's allensamuelsdcj.com. That's allensamuelsdcj.com. Allen Samuels, your friend in the car business. Hey everyone, with today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Jerry Jones explains why, at least for now, Dallas is going with Cooper Rush as Dak Prescott's backup, right after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. This year, we can all agree that positive energy is more important than ever. That's why Reliant and the Dallas Cowboys are teaming up and focusing our energy on powering the North Texas community. We're working together to support students with scholarships and educational programming, honoring outstanding teachers with classroom grants, and providing utility assistance for those who need it most. Cowboys Nation has always been a source of positive energy. Reliant, proud energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. The big question going into the Cowboys' final preseason game was who'd be the primary backup to quarterback Dak Prescott. In final roster cuts yesterday, Garrett Gilbert and Ben DiNucci were let go. Team owner Jerry Jones explains why Cooper Rush gets to stay. His consistency, he can run the complete offense. He's had a lot of reps. Uh, all of those things make us feel real comfortable here. Among 24 roster cuts yesterday were Hard Knocks darlings Jaquan Hardy and fullback Nick Ralston, who are among young guys like guard Braylon Jones and Tyler, who could be among 16 players added later today to the Cowboy practice squad. Dallas can also claim players cut from other NFL rosters and will look to add a new backup running back and possibly a different veteran backup QB. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. 
And our Cowboy Update today brought to you, as always, by our good friend, Dr. Rao Ali. If you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist that offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. So a friend told me about Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, and his exact words were, it changed my life. I used to spend a ridiculous amount of time trying to remove tomato sauce from inside our microwave and soap scum off the bathtub. It's like seriously magic, and my secret weapon for cleaning the kitchen, bathroom, doors and walls, and even keeping my sneakers clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser. Greatest invention ever. Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean, Mr. Clean. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the unicorn of cleaning. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive-through, and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is the Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We could see an isolated shower early this evening, otherwise mostly clear and muggy. Low temperatures fall to 77 degrees. Tomorrow, our heat advisory continues with mostly sunny skies, a high of 97 with a heat index of 104, and mostly sunny, just as hot on Friday with a high of 97. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Morgan Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Texas A&M is finalizing a new contract extension for football coach Jimbo Fisher that will increase his average annual salary to more than $9 million. Fisher's new deal will keep him 10 years running through the 2030 season and will be worth more than $90 million. 
Ohio State quarterback Quinn Ewers, who skipped his senior year at Southlake, has signed a name image likeness deal with GT Sports Marketing for $1.4 million. College football tonight, UAB at Jacksonville State, kickoff at 6.30 on ESPN. Astros and Mariners in an afternoon game today. Rangers on three-game winning streak also have an afternoon game with the Rockies on Fox Sports Central Texas. And the Temple Wildcats coaches show tonight with Scott Stewart starting at 6 o'clock live at Wings Pizza and Things and on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. to the Allen Samuel Studios. All right, 522, Tom Ward and Aaron. We're glad you're with us here on a uh, Wednesday afternoon. Drive safely as you make your way home. It is the Bears in Texas State coming up on uh, Saturday night at 6 o'clock. 4 o'clock for the network pregame and our pregame show live from from uh, Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos will begin at 2 o'clock with the Baylor tailgate show. Uh, Gary Bohannon, the uh, Baylor QB1, if you will, the starting quarterback, uh, met with the media yesterday, and one of the things that he talked about was that he's ready to play. The preparation I've had over the couple, over the last couple of years, I say I watch a lot of film, try to absorb as much as I can from the coaches and just the way I work. Like I come in, I train very hard, whether it's watching film or something physical, I try to train very hard to where I can build my confidence and make sure I know what I'm doing. As long as I know what I'm doing, I'm pretty much on fire about it. You know, Ward, one of the things that, uh, that that's very impressive about Bohannon is his commitment level. Uh, Coach Aranda talked about how many times he's gotten to the facility only to see Bohannon already there drinking coffee and, and watching video and breaking down film and, you know, and, and, and studying film and getting ready to play. Well, that's what you want your quarterback to do, be a student of the game, right? And and have that that eye that, you know, just keeps him in the film room and always studying and something uh, on the field doesn't come as, as a big a surprise because he's seen it before and he kind of knows how to react to it. Now, look, it, there's nothing like on-field experience, but to have a guy that wants to and eager to be able to gather up and soak up as much knowledge as he possibly can, that's a great thing for your quarterback. And I think everybody associated with the program, players, coaches, and, and everybody associated with the program, they've got to notice when a quarterback is in the film room and, and getting ready with it, if it's 6 o'clock in the morning or 7 o'clock in the morning or whatever the case may be before class. Well, and the other thing is about a quarterback, too, as you well know, I mean, look, he's got to know what he's supposed to do, but he also has to know what the other ten guys have to do, too. I mean, there, there's a lot that he has to be responsible for. He, he's not just dropping back seven yards and flinging the ball around. He's got to know if his linemen are in the wrong place. He's got to know if the receivers are not lined up on the right side or if they're not, you know, they're supposed to be in a slot or they're supposed to be off the line or on the line or the back's in the right place. I mean, he's there's a lot of moving parts before the ball even snaps that he's got to be aware of, and it depends on, what he's looking at across the line from him. So to spend that time in the, in the film room and, and learn everything he can about that other team, he's got to be able to do that and understand what he's looking at at the same time. You know, quarterbacks like to throw the football, but he talked about the running game and just how important the running game will be against Texas State. I think it's going to be very important because I feel like as an offense, you can't do anything if you can't run the ball. And once you get the when you once you can run the ball, the old line's going. That means everybody going because it all starts up front for us. So once we get those guys rolling, we rolling. I think once the running backs get fired up, everything's going to fall in line. So he wants to run the football to set up the pass and 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 
and be successful that way. <laughs> I, I kind of like his thinking. Well, and look, any good football mind will tell you that's the way it's supposed to be. I mean, you can you can line up and on spread and, and throw the ball all the way around the yard, but at some point you got to be able to finish a game, right? And how do you finish a game? Running the football. And, you know, how do you get those, those big uglies up front happy and, and lathered up and doing things? Well, you run the football behind them, and they love to push that line of scrimmage, and you see the offense. You never see an offensive lineman get excited about a pass play. Or, or anything else. They get excited when the running back is clipping off eight or nine or ten yards at a, at a slot, and they're moving that line of scrimmage down. Uh, Lyman would much rather put their hands in the dirt and move forward than set up in a pass-blocking situation. So keeping those big guys up front happy, well, run the football good, and, and they'll do things for you that you cannot even imagine. Just want to see him relax and play the game. So it should be fun, and it's Saturday night, and it's right here on your flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. It's 526. John Morris has got today's Baylor Sports Beat program, and then when we come back, we're going to talk with uh, our, our good friend Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the midweek Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, our debut for the school year of the Baylor Coaches Show comes up tonight. Plus, Baylor Cross Country runs in College Station. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. In Texas, there's pea-sized hail and baseball-sized hail. Guess which one hit our house? We didn't even know where to begin, but we called our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent and he was so reassuring. He knew exactly what to do to get our house back into shape and our lives back to normal. Now, we're even more thankful for the roof over our heads. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to insure your home for Texas-sized weather. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. The Labor Day sales event is going on now at Allen Samuels with the new 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star. Pick out the 1500 Lone Star Quad Crew Cab, which offers style and dependability for any job. Come see this incredible full-size pickup truck today. It's the Labor Day sales event going on now at Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. Join us for the Baylor Coaches Show tonight from 6 to 7 p.m. live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco with your host, John Morris. Come join us tonight and hear from volleyball head coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That's tonight at 6. That's tonight at 6 p.m. for the Baylor Coaches Show live from Rudy's in Waco and right here on your home for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And back on today's Baylor Sports Beat, hope you can join us for our inaugural Baylor Coaches Show for the new school year tonight. We'll be live at Rudy's and on the air here on ESPN Central Texas, 6 to 7 p.m. this evening. Come and hear from volleyball head coach Ryan McGuire and head football coach Dave Aranda. That is tonight, 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's and right here on ESPN Central Texas. Meanwhile, Cross Country opening their fall schedule today, running at the Aggie opener in College Station. 
Baylor's new cross-country and distance coach is David Barnett, who is excited about getting the season underway. Well, it's, it's a dress rehearsal, you know. I mean, if you can't do well in this meet, you know, the, uh, one thing I always want to guard against is people that have the mindset of I'll be fit by conference. I'll be ready by the end of the season. And I really want to have a sense of urgency. You have to make the most of this opportunity. Mm -hmm. You know, so go in there, you know, put, put, your, put your nose in there and just see who you can beat, you know, because as, as Celia was talking about, it's going to be warm. You know, it's going to be warm for everybody, you know. So go out there and I just want to see great effort. And then from there I can kind of, you know, piece together kind of who's who as I'm kind of figuring out the dynamics of the team. You added, I think this was one of the meets you said you added this Correct. in Missouri. Correct. Talk about what kind of went into that mindset and what's right. what will the Missouri meet be like? I guess that's so one of the, the bigger meets. The biggest thing for Missouri is Missouri has a brand-new cross-country course. Okay. They're hosting the SEC meet this fall, and okay. they're going to be hosting nationals in 2025. Okay. Um, you know, the biggest thing is I want to be on a hilly course. Mm -hmm. uh, conferences at Oklahoma State, very hilly course, very challenging. I thought it was important for us to go to another hilly course mm -hmm. just to get a taste of that about a month out. That is David Barnett, the new cross-country and distance coach for Baylor. Baylor opening today at the Aggie Opener in College Station. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Rudy's and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The Whitney Coaches Show with Mark Bird is brought to you by Citizen State Bank of Whitney. Coach, you kicked off the season Friday night with Quinlan Ford out of East Texas, a 47-33 loss for your team. Talk about that game and uh, some of the good things and some of the bad things that you took from it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I said during the week, you know, this game's going to be tough for us. It could have gone either way last year and same thing this year. Uh, about mid of the fourth quarter, we had a chance. It was 34 to 33, and uh, we had a chance right then to, you know, go ahead on a fourth and five and just didn't make the play on them defensively. And uh, got down and, and didn't just finish the game like we thought we could. We had a chance with about a minute and 26 left. We uh, got the ball back and went down to the right at the 20-yard line and threw an interception. Which, if we would have scored, of course, it would have made it 47-40, uh, 47-40 with a minute left. <clears throat> but didn't capitalize on it. You know, uh, in the first half. Uh, we missed uh, we missed a big ball in the middle of the field that could have kept a drive going, and then uh, we also had three crucial penalties that that hurt us in the first half. But you know, overall, uh, I knew it was going to be a, a rough night uh, to be in the ball game. Big physical team out of East Texas, and uh, we like I said, we just missed a couple of opportunities. But overall, uh, I think we're in what we need to be in as far as you know shape wise. Uh, you know, defensively, we, we were a little bit undermatched as far as physical. But, uh, you know, coming out away from that game with a, with a 4A school, it, it was going to be tough. But I thought we played decent. Now, this week you've got the Roberts Rockets. Talk a little bit about what you expect from them on both sides of the ball. You know, they're another 4A team, and, and they're a physical bunch. Uh, Their front four on defense are pretty good. Uh you know, I, I think we have a better matchup than we did last week. I'll say that much. But, you know, I just things we're looking for is as far as explosive plays. We had those against Quinlan, and, you know, I think we'll have the same against uh, against Robinson. Uh, I think our skill set uh, matches up well with them. You know, they played Taylor. A uh, couple of turnovers in that game kind of cost uh, Robinson field position and a chance to score. But, you know, we, we're just going to protect the ball ourselves. We didn't have but the one turnover in the interception with a minute and 20 left. Uh, but our kids just got to rebound, you know, and, and, and know how it is to come from last week as far as, 
you know, taking what we can teach from them as far as being a physical ball club and, and playing assignment football. ESPN Central Texas. Citizen State Bank is excited about Central Texas high school sports and is glad to be a part of so many outstanding communities. Citizens has 10 branches to serve you, including Buffalo, Centerville, Clifton, Dawson, Grosbeck, Hubbard, Itasca, Teague, West, and Whitney. If you're one of their valued customers, they say thank you for your business. If you're looking for a bank where you're more than a number, check them out at CitizenStateBankTX.com. Members' children participate in many school activities. This gives Citizen State Bank a vested interest in the lives of these students. They wish all the student athletes, cheerleaders, and band and drill team members a year of success. Whether you're a bison, tiger, cub, bulldog, goat, jagger, wampus cat, lion, trojan, or wildcat, know that Citizen State Bank supports and appreciates your hard work. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walk all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. JobLink in Waco has over 24 years experience in the staffing industry throughout Central Texas. JobLink has openings in general production work, catering, plumbers, helper, welding, clerical, and more. Day shifts and second shifts are available. JobLink encourages women and Spanish speaking to apply. For a list of jobs, go to JobLink's Facebook page. JobLink is located at 717 Jewel Drive in Waco. Apply in person or call 254-399-9675. Call JobLink, your link to the workforce. 254-399-9675. Now, back to the Allen Samuel Studios. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Our uh, program brought to you by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. You're fit in the car business. Let's talk some Big 12 football. And let's welcome into the program Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12. Josh, good afternoon. How are you? Fired up. It's almost football season. We're <laughs> so ready to go. We've got a game tonight. UAB Jacksonville State. You can bet I'll be watching. I, we were just talking about that. I mean, we've talked about it and talked about it and talked about it, and it's time to go play, man. And finally, this weekend in the Big Twelve, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to go see some football. Yeah, and a, a bunch of big games. You know, the Texas games. Obviously, weird situation with Oklahoma and Tulane. We got Kansas State, Stanford, which is a big game. Maryland, West Virginia. So. We have our fair share of big games in the conference to start things off. Talk a little bit about uh, – let, let's, let's start with the Baylor-Texas uh, State game. Dave Aranda and his staff, new offensive scheme, new offensive coaching staff. Uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts on, on BU in, in, in Texas State down in San Marcos? Well, I think the decision to go with Jerry Bohannon, it kind of reminds me of, of what Texas is doing at quarterback, too. It's all about protecting the football and who start uh, – who, um, Dave Aranda can really trust at that position. But the thing I'm going to watch the most, the offensive line. That was such a poor point for Baylor last year, and I think it really cost their entire team. It put their defense in bad spots. Their offense couldn't get much going. The run game really didn't get going. And I felt like Brewer had to make a whole lot of plays. I want to see how is the offensive line look. Is it holding up in run, you know, in run blocking? Is it holding up in pass pro, which 
I think did a little bit better job of last year, but not great. That's where I'm looking. The offensive line, can that line be solid? Because I think the Dave Aranda coach is going to be strong again this year, I think even stronger if the offense can keep them out of bad situations uh, in a lot of spots. I think that's kind of what hurt the defense some last year, even though it was pretty good. Longhorns host uh, the Raging Cajuns in Austin. And, and how important, you, we probably can figure out that they should dominate this game, but how important is it for Starkeese's first game in Austin for them to dominate big in this game? I, I think they'd be lucky if they did because that game, the line started off, I think, 11 and a half down to eight now. That's a, that's a Louisiana team that returns 20-plus starters, quarterback Levi Lewis, is back for them, and Billy Napier is a really proven head coach who's been turning down uh, Power 5 jobs now for a couple of years. And for me, I'm really worried because people have not liked this opinion, but look, they decided on Hudson Card this past week, and Sark, even two weeks ago, was saying he had not liked the quarterback play, and it said, Card's our starter now, but we're going to play both guys. Well, then you really haven't picked a starter, have you? If you're going to have both guys, if I'm a wide receiver, I want to know who the guy is throwing me the football. If I'm an offensive lineman, I want to know who am I rallying around. And so I think Sark's indecision at quarterback, not going to cost them necessarily, but I think it just shows that the Texas quarterback situation, neither of those guys have gone out and grabbed the job. It sounds like Hudson Card won it because Sark likes his ball security a bit more than he likes, uh, likes Casey Thompson's during fall camp. Josh, do you buy into to the preseason rankings? I, I know they got Louisiana at, at what, uh, 23 and Texas at 21, mm-hmm. something like that. And, and, again, a lot of that is, is, is based off of last year. A lot of it's based off what's coming back, speculate, all that kind of stuff. So, to, early in the year, do you buy into to the, to the polls? Well, you know, I remember it wasn't too long ago when I was uh, 18 to 22 years old, and – I was really unreliable. And so I think the idea is somehow that we assign, you know, hey, this group of 18 to 22-year-old kids should be this good. It's pretty, it's pretty crazy, isn't it? You know, if, 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 I mean, everybody should think about themselves that age and how dependable were you? Did you always live up to expectations at that age? And I think that applies for these kids as well. You know, to me, Alabama being number one in the preseason poll doesn't make much sense. If you're assigning it based off of returning groups, like Oklahoma has, you know, I think the recruiting plus what returning – that is kind of the best team heading in. So sometimes it's a pedigree thing where the teams get put. Sometimes it's a legitimate ranking of, hey, this is what you did last year plus recruiting. So I don't like the preseason rankings, but you know what sells matchups where there's number three and number five next to team things, <laughs> and we get one of those on Saturday night. So, you know, that, that's what sells, and that's what I do it before the season. But it, it's kind of useless. Texas Tech taking on former Southwest Conference foe, the Houston Cougars, and uh, this game has the potential of being a pretty good football game, but could it be a preclude to maybe, if the Big 12 does uh, expect to expand, maybe this is a dress rehearsal for the Cougars? Yeah, this this is an interesting one. I, I'm glad you brought it up because we all know the relationship between the brass at Houston and the Big 12 was not great. This was kicked around a little while ago, and uh, I think the likes of Tillman Fertitta and Bob Bowles, and they didn't see eye-to-eye before, but this could potentially be a team that does get added, yes. And then on the Texas Tech side, man, Matt Wells is on the hot seat. And starting off with a win here is huge because they have to make a bowl game, in my opinion, for them to uh, for him to keep his job. I don't think Kirby Hocutt wants to make a move, especially with all the uh, you know all the uncertainty with hey, what's the Big 12 going to look like? Is it going to be a power conference? 
So I think Kirby Hocutt's really rooting for Matt Wells to keep that job so he doesn't have to go find the football coach. But it starts for them. And I'm excited to see what Tyler Shuck looks like. I'm tired. Of, um, I'm excited to see what Sonny Cumbie has that offense looking like. So I'm excited to see that game. NRG Stadium, I think Texas Tech is, is going to get a win. And, and Josh, I was going to ask you, uh, you, you mentioned it. Is six the magic number for, for the Red Raiders? I mean, is this they? Is this for him to to keep that gig? Does he? Is it six or is it seven? I mean, do, do you have a number in mind? I think it's six. I think when you bring in a new offensive coordinator, you get to, you know, you get to bring in there. Uh, when you get to bring in a quarterback like Tyler Shuck, he's got a lot of physical tools that should fit well in the air raid offense. And you're bringing back some good players on offense as well, too. You've got to think, hey, look, we should be beating the Baylors. We should be beating the Kansases. We should, you know, if we want to get to where we want to go, we've got to equip a, a Kansas State, a West Virginia, and maybe knock off a Texas and Oklahoma State, right, on, on route to a six-win season. I think the number is six. If they don't go to a bowl game this year, if they're not above 500, I think Matt Wells is gone. And I think that might be fair because – that would mean the program really isn't showing the progress that it should be. And I like the fact they're giving him extra year. I like the fact that, you know, people love him as a guy. I like the fact that he's getting a chance to prove it. But it, it's all in front of him now this season. With the week one schedule and the matchups that are out there right now, Josh, who do you expect to learn the most about the Big 12? I think Kansas State and Stanford is a super interesting game for both of the teams involved. Um Kansas State, you know, you think about where they were when Chris Kleiman and the team was on top of the world after beating Oklahoma. You know, oh, my God, they've done it twice now. But they did not, things did not go well for them. Obviously, Skylar Thompson gets hurt last year. And they had a lot of players leave, and the season didn't go the way they wanted to. And so they've got a lot of questions they have to answer. And this feels like a monumental matchup for K-State. And that seems to be the sentiment from a lot of people who cover the team. Getting off to a good start against a solid Stanford team is going to be imperative if they want to kind of, you know, set themselves off on the right foot uh, because their schedule is challenging too. So this is a game that I think Kansas State really does need to win. And I, I'm looking forward to seeing what Tyler Thompson looks like because I, uh, I think he's a really solid player, and I think they're going to be really glad to have some dependability back under center. 544, we're talking with uh, Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big 12. And, and Josh, I, I, this, <laughs> I, I'm going to ask about this game. And, and, and follow me here. Kansas and, and South Dakota, if, and we don't know where that program is. I mean, we know where it's been, and it hasn't been, you know. They've got, if they're gonna, they've got to win this football game on Saturday, don't they? Well, they do, but here's the thing. You know, I talked to Jesse Newell, the Kansas City Star, recently, and Lance Leipold was asked about his quarterback on the first day of practice in the, in the fall. And, you know, what he thought, he's like, well, it was great to see him throw. Think about it. He hasn't seen them throw in person because of when he took that job and when he got there. And, and there's been so much talk about the, the way he's now regimented things, the way he's organized things. Because the one thing I heard from a lot of people was that Kansas football team, while they were bringing actually some talented recruits, they were so disorganized under Les Miles. And I think Lance Leipold is bringing organization. I think he's the perfect guy for the job. I think KU lucked out getting him when they did. But it's going to look rough. And I took the over on wins. And I, I went to the University of Missouri. I'm not supposed to root for Kansas. I took the over on one win for KU because I'm rooting for Lance Leipold. I want Kansas better. Things are better for everybody. If KU can get some semblance of a functioning program, I think Lance Leipold's the guy. But I think because he took over so late and missed all of spring practice, 
he's behind the eight ball, and so we really shouldn't judge him. That being said, KU gets a win against what was a pretty, I think, below-average South Dakota team in FCS last year. That is, and I I could not agree with you more. That is, that is spot on. Where the league is right now, with all the stuff going on, we need everybody to go out and post Mm -hmm. W's in in the non-conference schedule. I agree. If KU could do it, that would be great. But like once again, this is going to be such a a rebuild and. You know, what he did at Buffalo, he was so good at playing to his roster's strength. And so I think that's the perfect type of guy to have at KU. And uh, this season's going to be tough, but I think he's got a great vision and he's the right guy for that program. Hey, Josh, what are you working on for uh, Locked on Big 12? Uh, you can find us on YouTube, actually, now. It's been great people interacting with me, telling me I'm wrong about stuff before we <laughs> even see a snap of football, uh, which is great. So, yeah, you can find us on YouTube at Locked on Big 12, on, uh, at LO Big 12 on Twitter. So, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. You can find us in all of those places now. As always, it's a pleasure, buddy. I appreciate your time. Thanks so much. Yep, awesome, guys. Talk to you. Talk to you soon. That is uh, Josh Neighbors. It's 546. This is ESPN Central Texas, your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. The Axel Coaches Show with Justin Havard is brought to you by Triple S Sports. Coach, you open the season with the game against Granger, and uh, it, you you lose it forty-seven to twenty-one. But you saw some bright spots. Talk about those bright spots and what you can build on going into this week's game. Well, we uh, we actually threw the ball decently, uh, and that's something that that we we didn't do very well last year uh, with us being a dominantly run team. Um, our O line did a great job. Uh, at one point, Granger's defense was having to bring almost all 11 guys uh, to, to stop it. Uh, so we, we really did. I mean, we moved the ball up and down the field. We ran for almost 250 yards. We threw for uh, 86. Uh, so, you know, I mean, that, that's plenty of, of yardage to win a game. We scored 21 points. Uh, and, you know, we, we hadn't started a season like that like that in a while. So you you have a couple of special team mistakes, and uh, those are mistakes that you can get cleaned up as well. Yes, sir. We uh, we uh, turned the ball over twice uh, inside the red zone uh, and gave them quick scores on on uh, really two missed blocks on on punts. Um, you know that's something that that was the very first thing we did when we got out to practice on Monday. It was the first thing we fixed because that right there gave them the momentum. This week, it's the Bremont Tigers. Talk a little bit about Jeff Kosowski's football team and what you expect. Oh, well, you, you know that they're going to be well coached. Um, now, I think they're kind of in the same situation with us on, on numbers and injuries and COVID. Uh, so, both of our teams have, have smaller numbers this week. Uh, we did have to move it up to Thursday due to uh, schools shutting down. Um, but, you know, they're, they're well coached on defense. Uh, their defensive ends, I think, are their are their best players. Um, they don't give up a lot of points. Now I know the other day they played a really good Normandy team, and um, but they moved the ball on them. So uh, you know how Bremont is. They they get rolling. They can they can set it off at any moment. ESPN Central Texas. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. 
They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest supplemented apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Founded in 2007, DeShazzo and Nesbitt Law Firm provides experienced, client-focused legal representation for businesses on all varieties of employment issues. Whether it's helping businesses with their employee handbooks, comply with medical leave laws, covenants not to compete, or employment contracts, DeShazzo and Nesbitt is here to help your business on all your employment law needs. A proud supporter of Waco High Lions, DeShazzo and Nesbitt. Learn more at dnaustin.com. The next time you need a quality electrical contractor for either a residential or commercial project, remember Bowen Electric. From new construction to repairs, remodeling, or routine maintenance, Bowen Electric's technicians offer the experience and knowledge to handle your project professionally. Family owned and operated since 1955, Bowen Electric also offers 24-7 emergency service so you can get back on track in no time. Trust the red. Bowen Electric of Waco. Check them out at bowenwaco.com. License TECL 21065. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back in. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas as we kind of wind things down for a Wednesday. Again, John Morris standing by over at Rudy's with the um, with the Baylor Sports uh, the, the uh, Baylor Coaches Show, and uh, John's also got our Big Twelve our Big Twelve Blitz coming up in just a couple of seconds. Many thanks to everyone who's been a part of today's show. Jeff Tarpley from Gigum Two Four Seven Sports, Stephen Simcox from Locked On Horn Frogs, and Josh Neighbors from Locked On Big Twelve. We'll do it again tomorrow at four o'clock. Have yourself a great evening, and we'll see you tomorrow. This is a Spectrum Big Twelve Blitz, a daily look inside Big Twelve Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. It's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, one of the top matchups in the opening weekend involving Big 12 schools takes place in Houston as the Texas Tech Red Raiders take on the Houston Cougars at NRG Stadium. We'll look at that and hear from Tech head coach Matt Wells straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Bunny is just breaking through every time. He's getting pressure on Velociraptor. You gotta fill the gap. You gotta know. Dad, yes. I need Lammy back. Uh, well, Lammy is Daddy's tight end. I know, but we're having a tea party. Oh, do you know who loves tea and has hands of stone? Muffin. Just big concrete mitts. She hasn't caught a pass all day. Want NFL Red Zone? Get the Spectrum TV Sports Pack. Over ten sports channels for just five dollars more a month. Upgrade now at spectrum.com/sportspack. 
Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. The team physicians for Baylor Athletics. Diagnosing and treating all sports-related injuries, including concussions. These specialists also provide orthopedic services for athletes and non-athletes alike, whether it's knee or shoulder pain, hand and wrist injuries, orthopedic spine care, and even an arthritis and total joint clinic. Trust the doctors Baylor Athletics Trust. Baylor Scott and White Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics wants to get you back in the game. Want the latest in Nike Baylor gear? It's available at the Baylor Bookstore on 5th Street in the heart of the Baylor campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Now let's see what's making news in the Big 12 Conference. Here again is the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. One of the top matchups involving the Big 12 in this opening weekend of games takes place in Houston at NRG Stadium on Saturday evening as Texas Tech takes on the Houston Cougars. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff of the game on Saturday. Here is Tech head coach Matt Wells who admits, yeah, there's a little something extra playing an in-state rival. Well, I think you have typical first game emotion. You know, I think that's certainly something that I want our guys to embrace. They're they're ready to play. It's been a long nine months and long training camp, and so you have those things that are that um, that are normal. And then I think you play a, a really good in-state opponent, get your attention on tape. You play in a venue that's that's awesome. You know, you're going to play in front of a lot of Texas Tech fans, and we're going to show out and and have a lot of fans there, and so. Uh, we expect that to be loud and, and uh, you know, a lot of Red Raiders there. So I think that all just adds to it, to be honest with you. And um, you have a really good opponent like Houston that's well coached, that 